It's time again for Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies. Welcome to another session of Talking Trade. I'm Ken Wasik, Managing Director of EM Wasik Associates, an international business development company. And I'm Sandy Siegel, President of ME Day. It's a pleasure to welcome and to introduce Tim Sheehy, our guest today, the president of MMAC, Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Um, Tim, you've been a tremendous community leader, champion, and advocate for Wisconsin businesses, and you've helped create a lot of policy and navigate some challenging political hurdles um, during your career. I know I personally worked with you and appreciate all the work you've done and the support you've provided for the international business community here in Wisconsin. So that said, and, and, um, and we're going to talk about sort of winding down your career here with MMAC, what would you say, what do you see as Wisconsin's strongest attributes for attracting businesses who are consider, um, considering doing business here? Yeah, Sandy, thank you. Great uh, question and, and great, to, great to be with you. And I appreciate um, everything I've learned about international business from you and how rewarding and challenging it is for companies that want to export outside the, the United States. Um, I think whether a company's moving you know, from within the U.S., we're trying to recruit, and we've recruited a lot of companies um, nationally from um, you know, North Africa, from Europe, from um, Asia, and, and I think three things really stand out. First is our central location. Um, and people kind of smile at that, but we are in the center of the country and we are removed from about every national natural disaster in the United States from earthquakes to hurricanes and floods. And I remember somebody telling me the first time uh, they came here, I said, well, how did we get on the map? And they said, well, the first thing I didn't want to go home to my home company and say uh, that my manufacturing plant had been flooded or hit by a hurricane. Um, and so that's not unimportant when you're making a large capital investment. I think the second thing really is uh, proximity. Um, you know, our ability to have Mitchell International Airport nearby so you can reach destinations in the United States. But one of the most overlooked aspects of our location, I think, is our location to O'Hare, which has, you know, impeccable international connections. Um, and so that's really valuable. And then third is our talent base. Um, we have a great uh, workforce uh, writ large, but when companies are looking particularly at manufacturing and engineering, uh, we jump off the charts in terms of that talent base. And so it's very comfortable for a company like Haribo to open up a confectionery manufacturing facility in the backyard uh, of a region that's known for its manufacturing expertise. That fits, uh, seems to go really well. Right. So I'm curious what the impression has been in business or what your thoughts are on the the expanding international transportation infrastructure here in Wisconsin. Um, you know, I sit on the freight advisory committee for the DOT and I've been a big cheerleader to get intermodal freight back to Wisconsin and a little bit more direct service. Um, and, you know, a little less dependent on our, our neighbors in Illinois. How how vital do you see that as our ability to attract business and and you know um, and and working with you know people in and out of Wisconsin? Yeah, good. Another good question. And you know, Sandy, I think over the years, just kind of watching you work with your customers, 
um, and, and navigate the international marketplace, um, I, I've really come to believe that, you know, exporting is not a luxury, it's a necessity. Um, and so in order to have that necessity work, you know, access to a functioning port, um, um, air transport of, of goods between here and other countries, um, and just the uh, ability to have that infrastructure around you, both the physical infrastructure in terms of air service, um, access to the ports, rail service, but also the infrastructure in terms of service providers like any day. Um, and, you know, you think most of the companies that are uh, doing export in the United States are smaller, mid-sized companies. I think uh, something like 86% of um, the companies in, in Wisconsin that export are smaller, mid-sized companies. And they be, may be exporting to one or two markets primarily, but as they start to expand, they need the, the service providers here that have that expertise to help them do that along with the physical infrastructure. And again, all those combined to support what I think is really an economic necessity for Wisconsin, and that's our ability to export. Uh, I, as you know well, by 2030, two-thirds of the global middle class will be outside the United States. So that's a billion people. Um, and if you want to be exporting your good or service to support markets like that, you really have to have that infrastructure in place. Well, very interesting here. Uh, Tim, so we'll, we'll, we'll switch a little bit. You have uh, recently announced your retirement uh, uh, next year and your successor, Dale Cayega, is uh, taking over. And so he's gonna be faced with challenges uh, in 2024 and beyond. So what do you think are some of the uh, challenges that Wisconsin and the Milwaukee area and Dale is going to face in the, in the next couple of years here? You know, Ken, I, I, I competition. And, and I think about looking back at my career and one of the things I've learned from the countless, you know, trade missions that I've been on to Canada, South America, Mexico, the Middle East, um, Southeast Asia, um, is that every day those regions are getting up and competing for capital investment and jobs. And I, I think one of the most important things uh, that, that I've been able to accomplish is to get um, and work with our governors and mayors to get them overseas to see what competition really looks like when somebody's thinking about making a capital investment or creating jobs. And so, first of all, understanding that competition that exists around the world, but then secondly, understanding the opportunities, you know, to provide products and services to those markets. And, you know, uh, Wisconsin's pretty much focused on uh, Mexico and Canada. I think Japan or uh, China's our third largest, but there are a lot of opportunities out there. And, you know, giving these smaller mid-sized companies comfortable exposure to these markets um, and it, it is, a, is a great way to kind of open the door to additional business for them. And all that new revenue coming into Wisconsin is the net new revenue that we need to grow to add our own capital investment and jobs. Right, right. Well, they, you know, obviously there's always opportunities and then there's challenges. And as long as we keep looking at the opportunities and not being um, held back by the challenges, uh, we got a great future here in the Milwaukee area, Wisconsin, the county area. I mean, the entire state and in, in, in the entire Midwest. You know, in retrospect, you've been uh, MMAC's president for how many years? 30 years. Um, are there any really proud moments that you have, a, a great accomplishment that you would say, 
um, that you would like everybody to remember? Yeah, not so much what I'd like people to remember. It's just, again, I think of the experience when I took this job 30 years ago. Um, I think I'd been out of the country once uh, to visit my college roommate's hometown in, in uh, Progreso, Mexico. And I think of those 30 years and, and how much I've learned uh, from the trade missions that we've gone on and the types of products that and services that are provided here by Wisconsin companies and how valuable they are around the world, but also what a challenge it is to do business in those markets and, and that we need to kind of share those experiences um, and kind of build that next generation of, of exporters. Because I mentioned it's, it's pretty compelling if you think about, you know, Wisconsin, 25 billion in exports, uh, almost 6 billion of that is machinery and equipment, about 7,300 jobs tied to that. And so it's a really important part of our economy. And I think uh, in the context of today and the, the global strife in the Middle East, the tension between China and Taiwan, it's easy for people to kind of um, turn inward again and just look at markets locally. And I think that's a, that's a mistake. Um, and so I think the message I would leave is it's a, it's a tough world out there, but um, buckle up and go at it. And you're going to be better for it. Well, and there's a, and the MMEC and your support has been uh, uh, tantamount for a lot of uh, exporters in, in this state and uh, in the Midwest, as well as the uh, government resources and your work with the uh, the governor's office and the WEDC, as well as uh, the other organizations. So we really appreciate all your efforts there, Tim. Well, it's been, it's, I've seen a lot of success stories as well with our clients and the connections. And, and I'll end with a personal story since we have a minute. On my first trip to China, I went on a trade mission um, with Tim and Euless Payne. And when I shared with them I wanted to buy pearls in China, they had the connections and took me to the pearl market and found the right place for me to buy um, pearls in China. So it is all about the connections and um, and lessons learned. So, um, you know, personally, professionally, thank you for all the work you've done. It's It's really been a pleasure working with you. And Hope to still stay connected in the next year as you transition um, and, and look forward to it. So thank you for joining us, Tim, on, on Talking Trade and, um, and good luck in, in your final succession here. I appreciate yeah. the opportunity very much, Ken and Sandy. Great to be with you. You've been listening to Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies. 